to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast, and we are covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 12. Now, Chris, tonight was all about Teddy. Not about the football. We're no, not about right the football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about Teddy coming in. Obviously, we saw him at the end of Friday's episode, and uh, we had some speed dates set up. And What did you think of those? Well, I've got to say, Dave, I think Teddy might be the one, the guy that all the girls have been waiting for, a proper man who's got a bit of respect yep. He might end up being fucking Love Island fodder and just playing the game and then goes and sort of dates all the girls and tells them everything they need to hear. But from the get-go, he was just smooth. He was dead attentive to the girls. I mean, the first one was Kaz. She straight in, Dave. Straight in. A lot of things in common. Really good chat. She was beaming on the date. It was really, yeah, really good. Yeah. And, and, and there's great chemistry there. But what I think Teddy Scott is, he's very good with all of them, Dave, because all the girls he went on a date with, I came away thinking, I'm not sure who <laughs> who he's going to pick because yeah. he was little sound bites of conversation. Now, he's either as smooth as fucking butter or he is just a nice guy. So so I, I'm, I'm going with he's a nice guy and I'm going with this is the, the, the level of guy that the girls want. Someone who, who is like a bit of a bloke, not just a fucking uh, an Instagram fucking wannabe like most of the others are. Yeah. You know what? I think you've pretty much concisely nailed it there for how I feel about it. It does feel like the biggest difference is he is a man. <laughs> yeah. He seems like he's got that maturity. And I think most of the blokes who've come in before, like you say, probably Instagram models. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because we've spent like 15, 16 months in fucking lockdown, you know, with very little social interaction. <laughs> so I just, I was, I was, sort of thinking you know maybe just all the blokes have just forgotten how to behave with people um but yeah teddy seems like he's definitely got the chat he's got the looks he he's got you know he seems smart i think sharon you know she's all about the status isn't he isn't she so you know the fact that he's a senior financial consultant oh he's got a good job as well so he, he seems to tick every single box with every conversation i agree and so i don't know i mean i'm not sure with phase day whether he could take his eyes off uh, her eyes chris um, <laughs> <laughs> we were falling out anyway i think when she leapt over that jesus chair jesus Christ. It's like, there's got to be a lot of tape involved there fuck me there's yeah. a ridiculous top but um yeah, and I, I I thought all the girls did did as well as they could do as well. They they all showed their best side, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm I could hazard a guess at which way he'd go, but he's kept his cards quite close to his chest, hasn't he? 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think he had a real intense conversation with Rachel because she'd said to him, didn't she? Like, you know, I don't want to just, or, I can orgasm on my own. And he's like, no, no, you shouldn't have to do that on your own. I'm like, yeah. oh, smooth, smooth. But I do think that Kaz has gone all in on him, Dave. I don't think she's, she's not holding anything back. Where to, Teddy had said about Sharon, like, She's career-driven. She is holding something back, but I'm very intrigued by her. She's a pretty girl. And, and with Sharon, I think the thing is, I think, you, I think you may have said this, is she's very shy. So when she's talking to him, I don't think she's very good. It seems quite awkward to get to know someone. Mm. It's almost like it's a job interview. And I can see yeah. that she's the type of person where even when she's out of work, it's about work because, because mm. of what she does. She's got quite an important job, which is great and good for her. She's got a good career, but I think that's the, he might end up trying to break the code of Sharon before the others. But I do think that the front runners for me are Kaz and Rachel. They're the two. I think he was. He was. See, I think Faye. <clears throat> I think the conversation he was having with Faye later, you know, where he was saying that, you know, can I look at your eyes? And I've not stopped enjoying them since last night. I think that's a, a bit of a. A green flag? Is there a green flag? Checkered flag? I don't know. <laughs> it's not yeah. a red flag, Chris. It's it's yeah. a positive sign. So, I, but, but that said, Faye was like, oh, "I don't wear much makeup in the in the day," and uh, you know, a lot of the other girls wear a lot of makeup. I was like, "Come on, <laughs> really?" I know you wear less in the day uh, than you do in the evening, but fuck me. To call out the other girls for wearing loads of makeup, I thought was a bit fucking old Pinocchio there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was <really> Pinocchio day. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think the front runners are Faye and Rachel, um, and I think I, Rachel seemed a little bit full on for me. Um, she seemed to go from, "Hi, how's it going?" You know, uh, what do you do and what have you? What you, what turns you on? <laughs> no. There seems to be a massive gap in the middle of getting to know someone. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's looked at Liam and Millie and just thought, fuck this middle bit shit. Um, we should just go straight to the fucking uh, nub of it because, <laughs> you know, we know there's going to be a recoupling at some point. So, you know, and, and I'm in a competition with three other girls so so let's start let's start him thinking that i'm thinking about sex and you know that'll put me in as a front runner could be it could be like a bit of a desperation move and maybe she's doing it for the recoupling as well dave that's a very good point actually i do think fucking chloe was the best with toby Toby, you said about toby the way he just dropped cars she went so are you jealous and he went no (laughs) not one bit and he's like ah yeah, but you sort of give away, but Dave, Chloe slid into his, we can't call it DMs, but she slid onto the sofa with him, didn't she? And I'm like, oh yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> it could have been completely innocent. And in context, there is a behind the scenes episode that airs, but it shows all daft things. And a lot of the people who, the way they've been portrayed in the main show, actually have quite interesting personalities and quite good people. Chloe's not too bad. Faye isn't, to be fair, I've given her a bit of a roasting. So it may have just been that they all talked to each other organically, but the way they teed it up with the production there was as if to say Chloe was just 
sliding in between them fours if to you know and I think someone had said that didn't they like I think she's the sort of girl who loves the chase of getting somebody who's already taken sort of thing so I think I think that might be what I don't know I could be wrong Dave but I just thought I'm not fucking I'm not actually taking that that um equation out of it all because it may be something she does yeah I think we need another week um but I would say with Toby and Chloe I think the early signs are pretty good aren't they I know mm. they started off in this yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, not in the best way. Um, but actually, there's there's so much chemistry there. And actually, I, the more I think about that first week with Toby having the chats with the lads and, you know, he's not really feeling it. I think at the time I was interpreting all of that of, oh, he's just really like shy. He's never been in a relationship, so he doesn't know, you know, what to do. That's how I was interpreting it. In hindsight, sort of just looks like he didn't have the hots for her. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's just it's just one of those things. So, so Toby and Chloe, I see from what we've seen, and we know how quickly these things can change. But from what I've seen so far, I see they look like they do have you know a little bit of a chemistry thing going on there. Um, seems like. You know, Toby might be packing in episode three in there as well. So you know, that, <laughs> might, that might encourage Chloe to stick around a little bit more. That's very but, true, uh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> very true. What about though, Dave? We got another fucking sucking someone's face off. We got Millie and Liam finally had their proper kiss. Everyone was giving them a cheer. But again, I mean, I know they've got to wear the microphones, but surely someone in post-production can turn that down. <laughs> Alex, well, I think putting. they do the opposite, don't they? I think they turn it up. Yeah, every just... time it's like, <laughs> 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 so, for fuck's sake. So, um, but I'm glad they've done it. I'm glad they've kind of got that first kiss out of the way. I said uh, in the last episode, just think they have to shag. To be quite honest with you, because I still haven't seen them actually have a decent conversation. I don't know if you saw anything in the unseen bits. No, but there wasn't said anything. That Liam had a personality because I, I still <laughs> don't seem, I haven't seen anything resembling one so far. I oh. just think they've got that sexual chemistry together uh, and they need to get it out of the way. Yeah. And the thing is, you're right. Is, is Liam's repertoire of, of conversation is, I, you're right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. Good. Like okay. a bit of Welsh meat. <laughs> yeah, that was my Welsh accent. Yours was better. But yeah, he, he's, he's very, there's just nothing. He's very, I don't know if he's very guarded or he just hasn't got the intellect to, to hold that sort of conversation. But I don't, I haven't seen him have many conversations with Sharon Dave anyway. And I think she's probably one of the cleverest people in the villa. So yeah, we'll see on that, Dave. Now, what, what I would say, this episode was for me, wasn't the best. It wasn't one of the best. It was, it, there was too much of Teddy. I know some people say you can't have enough Teddy. I get that because the guys are all dickheads. But I think it just went on and on. It was as if they were filling the show up because it's like, oh, shit, this has got to run for an hour. Let's try and think of different things. And it was just Teddy going from one conversation to another. And I don't know why. It just didn't feel, it didn't flow like it normally does for me. Yeah. And I still feel like there should have been an, at least another Teddy, at least another bloke. Who, who is a bloke, not a boy, uh, you know, to come in. Because so, so out of the four girls who've been on to dates with him, like you say, you could see in a different context, you could see him getting on with all four. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. and who knows how far they'd run, but he did seem to get on with all four. He's not going to recouple with three of them. So this recoupling that's going to come up tomorrow, I don't know where it's going to go. So let's say, what what are Kaz's options? What are Sharon, Sharon's options? Yeah. What are, um, you know, Faye's options? Rachel, like all of them. If they don't pick Teddy, they're looking at uh, fucking Hugo. <laughs> <You know? laughs> hey, Hugo, how's it going? You know, do, do this friend couple thing. Um, but they don't have many options. I think they need to get some new blokes in. Yeah, I do. I agree. I mean, Dave, look, Hugo's going down the route of the typical Love Island special. Do you know, like, the, they've just not shown him, have they, for a few days? No, it's been written and, uh, out pretty much. Pretty they? much, yeah. I mean, I know that the guys have got the vote this time and, and who they couple with, but it's it's Hugo's going to be staying again for at least another couple of days, but I think his time's up. I really do. I, I, it could be. It could be. I mean, it'd be nice as well. The same as I've said in the past for, like, Rachel, I, I still think beyond anyone, she's been screwed over more than anyone because she's the only one who, you know, was given a choice of fucking chugs and bread, uh, both whose type is clearly uh, petite blondes. Yeah. This <laughs> is just what it is, you know. So she's been screwed over. So I really hope she gets to stay in and she's got some options because uh, she's the only one who hasn't had any options. Um, yeah. oh, I'll tell you what, Chris, and, and I know we've got an email about it after, but Brad was sitting a bit uncomfortably, wasn't he, when Teddy was saying, eh, maybe I'll. Uh, Maybe I'll have a talk to Lucinda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking didn't like that. He couldn't he couldn't hide his, you know, part fear, part uh nah, fuck off. You know, I'm the I'm the pr- I'm the top dog in here. So I you yeah. know, I kind of want that to happen. <laughs> you, you know what, Dave? And you're right. I, I forgot all about it. I'm so glad you said that. I think Teddy had a little bit of a twinkle in his eye for Liberty, Dave. I do. I, oh, I saw a little good one as well. Oh, that'd be brilliant. I just saw a l- that little conversation when they were all sat with him laughing. And a, she was like, I don't know if she was into him, but she, she seemed, you know, it's like get on with him and everything. But there was just something in his eye. And I thought, oh yeah, what's going on here? And I'm wondering whether he's going to pick somebody just to stay in the villa, but he may end up making a move on someone else, Dave. And I'm picking Liberty there. Oh, that'd be fucking great, Chris. Uh, if this was Australia season one, I could see that happening because that was bonkers, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he just had all kinds of weird picks. If he picked Liberty there, I mean, she did put herself kind of inadvertently front and center. You know, she she said, you know, she's rooting for Kaz with Teddy and she's in there. She's, you know, asking him all these questions, quick fire. She was almost like she'd been on speed or something. She was like spud from train spotting, you know, yeah. just keeps talking and talking and talking. And everyone around, everyone is like, yeah, you're sort of making this really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't stop. And yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. But, you know, she might have inadvertently put herself front and center there because she's, you know, she's clearly outgoing. She's a lovely girl. We've said before on the show, haven't we, that, you know, out of everyone, she seems like the the nicest, most authentic, genuine person in there. Um, so that would be a great fucking play. The only couple that resembles a couple, Chris. Yeah, and they get split up. <laughs> and they get split up. But no, I, I'm giving you, you know, 
a slim chance of that one. I, I don't think so, but but I think he could go for Lucinda. Um, he could. If, if, we haven't seen too much yet, you know, but I've, I'm guessing for the recoupling, do you reckon they're going to stretch out the whole next episode and oh, have it at yeah. the end? Yeah, of course they are, Dave. The two people who are going to go is going to be tomorrow night. It's yeah, just, you know, yeah. it's coming. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. That'd be brilliant. It would just be absolutely... And don't forget, Dave, hashtag reality radar. Could be, this could be the one that gets me back on the, on the score sheet, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going Teddy to pick uh, Liberty. Yeah. Down the road. I'm not, saying to, I'm not saying on the recoupling tomorrow, but I'm just saying down the road. There may be something there, Dave. Just watch this space, my friend. That fucking midget fucking George Michael will be out the fucking door. But anyway, Dave, <laughs> we have three amazing emails. So the first one's from uh, Kayla, part of um, Kristen Day's bingo, Dave, as well. An email from Kayla. So it's Toby is <laughs> a clown, but Chloe is the entire circus. Hi, guys. I'm all cut up. And what a mess it is. The boys this season are acting very obtuse and unaware of their actions of how their actions affect the women they are romantically involved with. The boys constantly tell their partners that they like them. Then they tell the boys of their, all their concerns and doubts. And then they're confused when the girls are blindsided and upset. She's right, because we were talking about that yesterday, mm-hmm. weren't we? I really like Liberty, so if she likes Jake, then I love it. But I think Jake will be the first to bring someone back from Casa Moore. Yeah. Chloe is a snake who had to play the game, but she's seen the show and she knew she, she should have... Uh, she knew she should have talked to Kaz before pursuing Toby so heavily out of nowhere. I very much enjoyed Faye calling out Chloe, mostly because it shows how transparent her gameplay is. Toby has no sense of self seemingly to know who or what he wants. He just goes wherever the wind blows and the stronger breeze right now is Chloe. So that's where he'll stay. I think Chloe will quickly jump onto Teddy though. I'm glad Lucinda sees through Brad now. I'm cutting her slack since she's so young and she's dealing with older men. We're all about as boring as a bucket of paint. So what do you guys think Teddy will pair up with? Well, we just answered that, Kayla, but thank you for your email as always. Absolutely brilliant. I think he'll... I, I actually think, if you're looking at probability, he'll pick Faye. I, I, I think it'd be brilliant if he did pick Lucinda. Um, but I think, you know, the, the chat that Chloe had with Teddy... I thought it was a decent chat, but I didn't find it flirty. You know, yeah. the one where yeah. sort yeah. of Kaz came across, you know, and, and was reveling in, in uh, interrupting them. But I don't, I didn't see anything with Chloe and Teddy there at all. So I, I don't think uh, Chloe's not one of those. I mean, I mean she's, it, it's the exceptions, isn't it? Probably Chloe and Millie are the only ones who aren't in the running for Teddy's affections. <laughs> <laughs> very true, Dave. Very true. Awesome. So we've got another one, Dave, as well. We've got one from Jason, and he's put Love Island UK in quotes. Mean girls, really? Hello, you can call me Jason, please. I have to say, I've just finished your episode 10 recap, and I'm a bit surprised at your take on Faye, Kaz, and Sharon. I'll admit, Faye and Sharon were in my shit list for how they treat Hugo a couple of episodes ago, but they've completely redeemed themselves over the last two episodes. Sharon is a true friend to Kaz and was there to comfort her when she almost broke down in tears. Kaz really had feelings, uh, really had feelings for Toby, and yet he threw that all away for a fake girl who has blonde hair and an annoying voice. I'm not so sure (laughs) how Chloe isn't the mean girl in this situation. 
She never once gave Cass a head up, never once gave Kaz a heads up by her feelings, even though she said multiple times she loves Kaz. Then she kisses him full on the lips. Kaz was being sarcastic when she said Chloe could have kissed him on the shoulder or the hand or the foot or the back. I'm surprised given your type of humor that neither of you picked up on that. I'm blaming that on you, Dave. Now for Rachel. I'm not having that for a second, <laughs> by the way. Not a second. <laughs> That's the only point out of this email, by the way, but I'm not having it for a second. Right, okay. that, that was uh, sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> now for Rachel's stroke Faye. For one, Rachel heard Chloe tell Lucinda that she was going to pull Toby for another chat soon. Rachel did not approve of this and said she didn't want to be part of their scheming and snake-like ways. I don't think she did anything wrong in that situation except stick by her friend and Faye was a class act there and told Chloe to mind her own damn business. I think Faye showed what a true friend is, and I don't understand all the grief you're giving her. The only mean girl in the villa is Chloe, and she has proven that time and again. I get that it's not Friend Island, as Chris would put it, but I think I've stolen that from you, Dave. But that doesn't mean you can't be a sound person and respectful. And Chloe has been anything but that. I'm so proud of Cass for staying strong, and I hope Rachel gets more opportunities to find a genuine connection. I know that was a lot, but I was heated when I heard this episode and I think you've been very unfair to Faye and especially Rachel she wasn't trying to stir the pot she was removing herself from a group of toxic mean poisonous vipers and keeping it real otherwise keep up the good work Jason so Dave that's a very different email to what we usually get so thanks Jason that's really good different perspective as well than what we see and we always say it we are not you know, it's our perspective. We call it, we shoot straight from the hip, don't we? So it doesn't necessarily always get it right, but that's how we felt at the time. So time will tell on Faye. I'm not a big fan, Dave. So I, I've not seen anything no. to justify Faye being, uh, and what Jason's put in the email about, you know, uh, being a class act and sticking back. But I'm happy to be proven wrong. And look, we'll see. What, what I find the problem with Faye is, as soon as someone comes in, she immediately gets threatened and gets their bitchy. She said she didn't like bitchiness, which Brad held up on that board. And then the, the next segment, she was being bitchy about someone. So I'm mm. not a fan, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. So thanks for the email, Jason. That's really good. No, that's awesome. Like, like I say, I'm not having the sarcasm thing, but you know, that's, some, that's how someone else has seen it. I think with uh, the Rachel thing, absolutely no problem with uh, her taking herself out of that conversation. And she said, you know, I, I, I didn't hear that. The problem I had with it was she'd literally walked to the next table to tell Faye. Right? <laughs> I think I was thinking about this after I was thinking, well, if she'd have been a bit more stealthy, a bit more snaky, dare I say, in my mind, honestly, that is better. <laughs> but she made it so obvious it was just lighting the touch paper and going to create a drama um so i i think that was just that was the only mistake that i thought but brilliant i think um you know i feel like uh you know like adrian durham on talk sport chris where they'll just put things out there intentionally to be controversial so people ring up for a yeah. pound a minute <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me, I've been on there loads of times, but yeah, you're right. But yeah, oh, no, really? brilliant email. It's, and it's great that people are so passionate about this, isn't it? You know, I, think, oh, I feel cool. like, Chris, you know, I mean, we're almost the pariahs. We're in all these different podcast groups and stuff, aren't we? And we're the pariahs that, you know, uh, basically you stick to your fucking reality TV because we're not interested. All the other shit that you do, you know, 
brilliant, but that fucking reality TV stuff, I'm never going to do that. But it seems like it's slowly permeating more and more of society, Chris. More people are coming yeah. out that, yeah, yeah, I do kind of watch Love Island, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but And you know what's really good, Dave, as well? Our other email sort of slightly goes up against what Jason's opinion is. So that's what's really good about what people see when they watch it, you know, complete. I'll, I watch it with, and I'll sometimes I'll watch it ahead of Sam and then she'll watch it. She's like, I don't agree with you and Dave on the show today. And she'll tell mm. me, and I'm, I'm married to her. So she sat next to me, giving me a bollocking sometimes if, if <laughs> things I'm wrong. So that's what it's about. It, it, everyone's yeah. opinions matter. But this next one's from Denise and it's, we need an epic power play move. Now my wish list before tomorrow's recoupling would be for new alpha male Teddy to pick Lucinda. Yes. There was a glimmer of interest from Lucinda. That narcissist thought she got pied because he didn't pay attention to her. Well, that's different. I'm not. I'm not really thought that loose in the day, but and Teddy knows who's top dog in the villa, and that's Brad. He also jokingly said he would go after her, and Brad looked shaken. Is that what you said, Dave? Now here's the <laughs> bit that's like the, the opposite to Jason's. He said there will be so much jealous fury from Mean Girls Faye and her minion Sharon, and people kicking off from the ripple effect. From the ripple effect, which is something I'm missing now. Our friend Denise in Brooklyn, New York, Dave. So. Brilliant. So we've got Denise and Kayla from New York, Dave. So that's really good. That's cool. We haven't heard from Denise for a little while. So that's great to hear, hear back from her. Um, actually, you know, um, let's talk about cliques. So whether we call them mean girls or not, there's, there's cliques developing, isn't there? So you've, yeah. got, uh, you've got Sharon, Kaz and Faye. And Liberty's kind of there, but she isn't really, she doesn't seem to be in that clique. You know, and by that, I mean, she's not the one in there talking shit about other people, other things. And and that's why I think it's the three of them. But then you've got this other clique that's developed, which is Chloe, Lucinda and Millie, which, you know, I'm pretty sure the Hitler youth would get hard on over. <laughs> it's, it's all the blondies fucking sticking together, isn't it? Um, so it, it's interesting that you've got these pacts forming now. Um, and look, there's too many people in the villa, so we're going to have a recoupling. But something else has got to happen as well, because you know you've got people in the outside day beds and stuff. Um, I don't know. Are they going to get rid of one person? Are they going to get rid of a group? We haven't had a vote in a while. Um, we're too early for Casa Amor, aren't we? So, no, Chris, I, I didn't find today's episode that great. But I think it's just, you know, it's a little bit of table setting, isn't it? And it will uh, it will get better as the week goes on. Yeah, it will, to be fair. I agree. I agree. And I think, look, tomorrow could be the one day, but we won't. Whatever happens with the recoupling, we're not going to see it until the end of Wednesday's episode or the start of Wednesday's episode. But you're right. We're laying all the table now and it's going to kick off. So let's see how we go this week. We start another week in Love Island Day. We're on week three already. So we're getting there. We're getting there, my friend. The tunnel is, <laughs> we're nearly at the halfway point. So brilliant. But I want to thank everyone as always. I say every episode, but thank you, especially to our patrons as well. So patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. A roll call of honor. We've got Didi, Hannah, Ed, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy Green, Haley, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kegger Starson. So thank you guys and some great chat over on the uh, Patreon Discord channel. So really, really good. And also big thanks as always to Charlene uh, running our Facebook page, Chris and Day's Reality TV cast. Get over there, guys, and join up. We've got loads of people 
on there now. And it's some great conversations just talking about all the things that we love. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So, Dave. Awesome. All awesome. out of the way quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic. And uh, Chris, I shall speak to you when I've watched the US episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bye. Bye now. Thank you.